Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio, everybody. Monday, I had a great weekend, I really did. I uh, I went and helped my brother with a contract at uh, his shop, and uh, it was really good to go. You know, it's so funny, I was thinking about this, everybody's supposed to stay home all of a sudden. And what happens? Mike Phillip goes to work. I'm a true rebel. <laughs> uh, everybody's scared of dying. Um, we're all going to die. Chicken Little was scared of uh, the sky falling in on his head. He was convinced that something was going to happen that was going to kill him. And in his desperation to avoid that happening, he trusted Foxy Loxy. Foxy Loxy was slick. He was bigger than Chicken Little, uh, stronger. Said, uh... I'll tell you what, if you come to my cave and give up a little bit of liberty, I will provide you with security. We all remember the quote by Benjamin Franklin, and we know what happened to Chicken Lickin. Chicken Lickin didn't want to die. He was convinced that he was going to. And he ended up being somebody else's dinner. I see people on social media saying, we've got to uh, lock down society. We've got to impose martial law. Got to bring the army into the street. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, you're doing a great job, but you've got to go further. You've got to lock everything down even further because I saw a, a video on YouTube where there was like, you know, 200 people at a beach. And because of those people, I'm going to die. <laughs> I got news for you. You are going to die. It's unavoidable. It's one of those things that every man and woman and Z and Zer, all 72 genders, are going to have to face one day. Growing up in church, we were constantly told that. We were constantly told that you're going to die and there's one of two places you're going to go after that happens. I was talking to my brother. We were remembering back to going to church when we were kids. 
and uh, they, they they taught us that there was going to be a rapture. You all heard of that? The rapture? In the twinkle of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we shall all be caught up in the air to meet him. Rapture's going to happen. There's a lot of debate over pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, seven years. Then there will be a big war and Satan will be locked up for a thousand years. And this this uh, rapture doctrine, theory, whatever you want to call it, scared the hell out of us. My brother told me that uh, one time he had fallen asleep in the car and mom had locked the doors and went into the grocery store just to grab something really quick. Uh, back then, it wasn't a big deal. People did it all the time. I remember waking up in the car and parents were in the store. Nobody freaked out. Nobody called the police who came along and smashed out a window to save your life. But uh, he said that uh, somebody honked the horn on the car next to the one that he was in, my parents. And he woke up. Mom was gone. And he thought that was the trumpet sounding. And that he, as a very young boy, had missed the rapture. (laughs) And he said he ran crying into the grocery store looking for mom. Because, you know, as a, a very young boy, you're such a sinner that Jesus would come and take everybody else except for you. Remember my mom telling me the same thing when she was a little girl. She would see the, you know, when the sun rays come through the clouds. She would think that, that the, the rapture was coming. Uh, people aren't worried about that anymore. I, I seldom hear anybody even bringing it up. You know, it seems like a faded memory. People were also worried about the mark of the beast. You hear a little bit of talk about that now, but not like it used to be. The mark in the right hand or forehead that no man may buy nor sell. Well, you are going to die someday. And if you live your life worrying about it, then you're, well, you might as well be dead already. Because that's no way to live. And I don't feel any differently right now. I don't. And I have a message for husbands. Okay? Husbands, boyfriends, brothers. In these times, you have a responsibility to your women. And that is to not scare the hell out of them. Reassure them, comfort them, because as guys, we, we just discuss things. We, you know, if, if, uh, if this, this and this happens, then we may have to pack up the car and hit the road because, you know, what could be coming next is really bad. There's a way of going about it without stressing her out so badly that you are taking years off of her life. That is your responsibility as a man. It's also uh, your responsibility to look at the situation and have a plan in place. Plans don't always work. I've got a couple different options. 
I just got a message on uh, Twitter from a very dear friend, somebody I respect greatly. Says it's not God's word, but it's Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson said a government big enough to take to give you everything you want is strong enough to take everything you have. We built this system. We paid for it. And now the plug is being pulled. I heard a figure that in, uh, I believe it was Switzerland or Sweden, one of the two, they're saying that if you're 60-plus years of age, they're not going to give you medical treatment because they've got to save it for people that uh, they can save, right? And a lot of people were saying, oh, my God, that's terrible. And it kind of is, I guess, uh, especially... If you're going to bring in migrants that never paid the taxes that built the healthcare system in the first place and give them preferential treatment. But at the same time, it's kind of a returning to how things used to be. Uh, my mom worked in nursing homes for most of my life, uh, minus five years. Like she did that for 40 years. She said that. You know, respiratory diseases or infections were often called the old man's best friend because you got it and you died. But then things changed and you got to be hooked up to a bunch of different tubes and colostomy bags and drugs. And they would keep you just on the edge of life in order to extort every last penny out of you. Again, because people will, a lot of them, sell the farm in order to buy five more minutes of life on this earth because they're scared. You know who's really scared of dying, I've noticed? Atheists. Atheists, they they don't believe there's anything on the other side, but uh, a lot of times I've noticed that when some existential crisis comes up, they're the first to start screaming for the government to step in. Why? Well, because I might die. Okay, chicken licking. <laughs> I'm just riffing here. I, <laughs> I didn't plan talking about any of this, but these are things that are crossing my mind. Um, celebrities are getting together and singing Imagine by John Lennon. These are the most out-of-touch people that you will ever see. I've got a parody that a lis- listener named Brian which I will never spell with an I, as long as I live, sent me. I'm going to play that on air in the first segment here because I think it's funny. And it's an old man sitting at a piano singing very badly a parody of Imagine by John Lennon, kind of taking a stab back at these celebrities. Uh, We've all kind of grown to really, really dislike celebrities, haven't we? I know I sure have. I know I sure have. Second segment coming up today, April Lejeune is going to come on. She is a master researcher, very smart lady, and she has been following the Q thing since the very beginning. I talked to her before the show. I said, I want you to come on my show for the second segment today, and I want you to convince me and my listening audience that what's happening right now is a good thing and it's part of, quote-unquote, the plan. And she said, okay, well, there's this. No, 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 not now, not now. Nobody's listening now. This isn't a conversation for mine and your sake. This is for our listeners. 
All right? Convince me. I'm convinced that this could be good and it could be very, very bad. On the surface, it looks extremely bad. I got to tell you, I got got people sending me, uh, showing me paperwork that they're having to sign in order to get to their place of employment through checkpoints. And these aren't people crossing state lines. So convince me, April. Uh, A lot of people dropped off that wagon. April never did. So give people some hope. Convince us that this is a good thing that's happening. Let's launch this show. Loading program. Please stand by. Nick Searcy. Okay, that's who the old man at the piano is. We're going to be playing that. Kenny Rogers is dead. Kenny Rogers is dead. Yeah, probably uh, COVID-19, right? Yeah. Uh, We saw a lot of celebrity deaths over the last five years. Uh, What was that guy from the Eagles? Glenn Fry. He died of an infection as a direct result of the treatment at the hospital. (laughs) Uh, my brother, I was talking about him earlier that I was working with this week, and he had a lung infection less than, well, probably about two years ago. Just about killed him. His lungs filled with fluid. And uh, he came very close to dying. That happened then. Nobody was freaking out. Tom Petty died. He was on a bunch of different medications. Died ugly. Nobody was freaking out about it then. The flu kills a lot of people every year. We never stopped gathering in 10 people or less. But one thing that I am hearing that's very encouraging is that uh, people are really coming together. I was talking to my friend Joe today, and uh, he said that they're getting chickens, they're working with their neighbors, figuring out who can make homemade whiskey, Things like that coming together. I was talking to my dad in Tennessee. He's been bartering eggs with his neighbors. And uh, that's how things are going to be for a while. Maybe for a very long time. If you live in the city, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I live on the very edge of a major city. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens. He also, my dad also told me that he worked out a deal with one of his friends to cut wood and split it and sell cords. And they're working on a program to uh, 
to bring cords of wood to veterans that can't afford it in Tennessee. And I said, what about roadblocks? And he said, <laughs> uh, if you knew the back roads around here, there's no way they could stop everybody from traveling. <laughs> he also told me something interesting. He said that in, in uh, where he lives in Tennessee, there's places in the hills where if you look like a tax collector or a census guy, you don't go in there. And uh, I, I love Tennessee. I love that spirit. I really do. I like that spirit. I'm hearing from tons of people that uh, they're being forced to work from home. And families can get together. Start teaching your kids some of the things that uh, have been lost. Right? Turn off the Kardashians. Quit watching all that crap. I, I love hearing about these people that are homeschooling their kids and their grandchildren now and talking about human rights granted by God. That's what it's all about. So let's let's get on with things here. I've got a couple of articles that uh, Peyton was kind enough to post over at AmericanUckRadio.com. <clears throat> Yeah, and I'm, excuse me, I've got the uh, the C word, a little bit of phlegm. Uh, now, this one, this article, posted over at AmericanOcRadio.com, when I saw it, I was uh, annoyed, really annoyed. I have a lot of listeners that are Catholics. I have a lot of friends that are Catholics that I really respect and love. Over the years when I had my old business, I some of the places that we would, you know, we would travel to farms and work in Quonsets and shops all over the place in the backwoods and places that were difficult to find. And uh, we had no GPS. We didn't have Google. None of that. And we were able to find these rural weird locations without any help. Wow. But that being said, I am not a fan of Catholicism. I'm not. I, uh, I don't see anywhere in the Bible whatsoever where it tells you to pray to a necklace known as a rosary. It's not there. I can't find anywhere where it tells you to pray to a statue, whether that's Mary or anyone else. I can't find where it tells you to pray to Mary. It's not there. Now, I'm not trying to alienate you if you're a Catholic. I'm just discussing my view of it. I don't even see the word Trinity in the Bible. That's going to really piss people off at me. But uh, this is from CruxNow.com. <laughs> people who cannot get to confession because of the coronavirus lockdown or another serious reason can go to God directly. Wow! You mean I can just talk to my creator here at home? I don't have to go to a confessional booth? <laughs> Be specific about your sins. Request pardon and experience God's loving forgiveness, Pope Francis said. That whole confession thing, uh, you know, I've thought about it, and what a beautiful way to gather dirt on people. Huh? You get these big churches in New York and Paris and 
You know, all these high-level politicians going in and confessing. They're yeah, airing out their dirty laundry to a guy behind a screen that you can't see. Calling him father. Again, if you're Catholic, don't take this personally, but this is my view of it. I just don't see it. I really don't. This is the right time, the opportune moment, an act of contrition well done, and our souls will become white like the snow, the Pope said March 20th during his live-streamed morning mass. What a revelation. I'll tell you what, go and read Jesus' first sermon that he ever gave in the book of Matthew. And over and over again, he says, when you pray to God in secret, <laughs> right? Don't, don't do things in front of men, otherwise you have your reward. Do it in secret and God will reward you openly. That's, I mean, over and over and over again. And uh, you're going to go and can, how, how many people, let me ask you this, how many people have gone and confessed their sin and how dirty they are trying to come clean with God to a man that has molested probably between 20 and 200 boys. And when they get caught, they get shipped off to the Vatican and protected because it's a city-state behind walls protecting a man who constantly chides you and lectures you on how walls are sin. That's another thing that I'm hoping comes out of all of this. And I feel the need to say it because of our Catholics, I don't have anything against you personally, but I will debate it with you all day long. Especially when it comes to this current Pope and then even the last one. I <laughs> just saw a message in the MeWe chat. Nobody tells the truth in confession. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> kind of negates the point, don't you think? <laughs> but I've uh, I've never been in that situation. I grew up in Baptist and Pentecostal churches my whole life. And... Uh, Catholicism almost seemed like a, uh, another world to me, to be quite honest with you. It really did. Uh, speaking of hypocrites, Larry the Cable Guy went on Twitter to talk about the, uh, the celebrity. I, I'm done with the Catholic Church. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Uh, open up your Bible with your kids now that you're at home. Right? Teach them things that... Uh, you know, I, I I was talking with a friend of mine that has a YouTube channel, and he got into how the Jews took over the world. And I said, well, if certain ones did, it's because they know something that you don't know. I mean, Fair enough, right? I, I don't like that whole conversation. The Jews are running everything. Yeah. It's the Jews. Okay. Uh, certain ones are bad, certain ones are good. It's that simple. But they know something that you don't. They know about usury. And isn't that kind of what uh, got us into this mess? Debt? Unlimited debt? You owe me something? Under the Levitical law, 
you had to forgive all debts every seven years. They called it the year of Jubilee. Uh, that would make lending practices a lot more responsible if all debt was negated every seven years. Right? Uh, my head's in the Bible this morning. I can't help it. Chat in Alabama says we're reading Proverbs. Yeah, excellent. I mean, Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. Wisdom, right? Wisdom that you can use and apply in situations in real life and teach your kids. Am I saying that I have always used these principles? No. But the older I get, the more I gravitate towards them. I really do. Let's go. <laughs> I, uh, I'm totally totally not doing anything that I planned for this show today. Sometimes that's how it happens. I guess everybody's kind of uh, waxing philosophical. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy pointed out that these celebrities that are getting together and singing Imagine by John Lennon are all people uh, saying, imagine there's no possessions when they have all the possessions in the world more than they could need. And they live just miles away from people who have nothing. And they get this airy-fairy... Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them. And I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org. m25m.org. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? What are they doing? They're throwing all the king's tea and coffee to the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my car. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah, that would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patrons for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And cut. I, I don't think APR has been around quite that long, guys. Oh, well, but what we do know for sure is that no APR coffee was thrown into the Boston Harbor in 1773. Hmm, so therefore, using transitive properties, since they didn't throw any in the harbor, clearly they liked it best. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Having an extra supply of food on hand is just smart. Some people call it prepping. I call it smart. You never know what's going to happen in this world. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll find out a lot of good reasons to have that food and some great prices. MyPatriotSupply.com.
the end of this segment <laughs> we'll be back right after this with April of June Dr. Ken Brown here, host of Gut Check Project with my co-host, Eric Rieger. Eric, we've been seeing Mojo guys over there and over here at Spoonie talk about Atrantil for bloating. I've seen in my practice that Atrantil is a whole lot more than just a bloating product. Yes, it does a whole lot more than just fix bloating because of the polyphenols that you find in Atrantil. You're exactly right. The polyphenols are those molecules that we find in the Mediterranean diet. It makes vegetables and fruits very colorful. What are some of the things that these polyphenols do, Eric. These polyphenols can actually stop inflammation. They can help you have more energy. They can help you with anti-aging. And polyphenols are great for athletes. It sounds like it's going to help a whole lot more people than just bloating. Tell me how everybody should be taking Atrantil. If you want to dose Atrantil, it's two capsules three times a day, basically with your meals. But if you aren't bloated and you just want that polyphenol intake every day, two to three capsules a day will work for you. Go to lovemytummy.com slash mojo. Why have thousands of aspiring authors teamed up with Christian Faith Publishing to publish their book? Because Christian Faith Publishing is an author-friendly publisher who understands that your labor is more than just a book. We provide authors freedom and flexibility throughout the publishing process, professional book editing, award-winning design, and some of the highest royalty structures in the publishing industry. And as always, you will retain 100% of the rights to your book. I was looking to find a company that I could trust, one that assisted in the editing process completely. The most important qualities that I was looking for was a publisher who is honest and upfront. No hidden costs or fees and owning the rights to my own work. Christian Faith Publishing will publish, market, and sell your books in all major bookstores, online booksellers, as well as specialty Christian bookstores. Call for your free author submission kit. 800-978-4812 That's 800-978-4812 Radio. Welcome back to American Uck Radio. I think I'm having some weirdness with the network or on uh, my end, but either way, we're back live. And as I promised, we've got April of June on. Now I. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.